Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 330 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 137 to 138 in the week of November the 29th to December the 5th. And today it is indeed uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 138. Uh, We'll try and get through as much of this as we can. We've got today and tomorrow to get the rest of it done. So we'll see how we do. Um, there is a lot to get through, though. Um, in verse 12, uh, President Joseph F. Smith describes this vision that he has. Uh, we just got up to the point yesterday where he was studying and the vision was unfolded to him. So in verse 12, it says, And they were gathered together in one place, an innumerable company of the spirits of the just, who had been faithful in the testimony of Jesus while they lived in mortality. So we have here uh, this this cohort, this group, this gathering of spirits who are just. Um, and sometimes we wonder, you know, why do good people, why are good people allowed to suffer? Why do sometimes righteous individuals, why are they taken early, perhaps, that we think, from their time on this earth? Um, but I like what um, President Alan H. Oaks said. He said, quote, reflecting on the wartime deaths of so many worthy and wonderful members and how much suffering this had caused their loved ones, I have thought of President Joseph F. Smith's great vision recorded in the 108th section of the Doctrine and Covenants. They were organized and appointed as messengers, clothed with power and authority and commissioned to go forth and carry the light of the gospel to them that were in darkness. Reflecting on this revelation and remembering the millions who have fallen in war, I rejoice in the Lord's plan in which the adversity of the deaths of many righteous individuals is turned into the blessing of righteous messengers to preach the gospel to their to their countless comrades in arms, close quote. There's a really nice thought actually there by President Oaks that obviously, you know, there was no worse time, I think, uh, in terms of death and um, despair from the living uh, than in the late 1918 um, in like in late 1918 because of course of the culmination of the first world war and the influenza pandemic um there was just so much grief that was going on and in fact you know five percent of the world's population um died during this period uh, and that is a huge number and when when we when i shared that with with my with our children when we share that with our children my son just kind of went whoa <laughs> like because he knew like just how significant that was um but all of these individuals were able to go and preach to the spirits who had died as well um and of course it, it is a struggle for those living on earth i mean for someone to go through it and to experience that grief it's difficult to say to them oh well they're you know they're needed in the spirit world to teach i mean it's a lovely thought but of course we are still sad and sorrowful that they are gone but of course that's when we are looking at this world as a in a finite perspective not in with an eternal perspective they've moved on to the next part of their journey and it is exciting an exciting part of the journey to be able to share this gospel and focus our spiritual energies on that um of course we miss them here but we will see them again uh, and that is a promise that we've been given um in verse 14, it says, All these had departed the mortal life, firm in the hope of a glorious resurrection, through the grace of God the Father and his only Son, begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Um, the people that we're focusing on right now are those who 
had faith in the Saviour, repented of their sins and tried to live the, the best that they could in this life, um, they would be the ones that would go and teach. Um, they were waiting for this re resurrection. In fact, in verse 17, it says, Their sleeping dust was to be restored unto its perfect frame, bone to, to his bone, and the sinews and the flesh upon them, the spirit and the body to be united, never again to be divided, that they might receive a fullness of joy. Remember that um, we came to this earth for that body, uh, and some of us will not have a a body that we are happy with in this life, not because we are unhappy with certain physical traits, but more so because, you know, some people have limitations, limitations on their bodies. Some have to suffer with life-changing illnesses. Some have to uh, go through and have a, a limitation on their body that is for their life. Um, President Russell M. Nelson said, quote, for reasons usually unknown, some people are born with physical limitations. Specific parts of the body may be abnormal. Regulatory systems may be out of balance. And all of our bodies are subject to disease and death. Nevertheless, the gift of a physical body is priceless. Without it, we cannot attain a fullness of joy. A perfect body is not required to achieve a divine destiny. In fact, some of the sweetest spirits are housed in frail frames. Great spiritual strength is often developed by those with physical challenges precisely because they are challenged. Such individuals are entitled to all the blessings that God has in store for his faithful and obedient children. Close quote. Now, obviously, you know, if you were to say to someone, oh, well, this person in your family or you are going through this because of your great spiritual strength. Um, well, that could possibly be true. But actually, I think it's the it's mostly it's the uh, the other case that they go through these challenges, and as such, they are be they are able to become such spiritual giants. Um, and I think that that obviously will then entitle them to wonderful blessings uh, as they have gone through and had to go through these challenges in this life. Um, now it talks about here in verse nineteen how the Savior uh, taught. Uh, to the spirits that were here, that we've just spoken about. Those who were righteous and who, those who had heard his gospel and those who were faithful. But in verse 20 it says, <clears throat> But unto the wicked he did not go, and among the ungodly and the unrepentant who had defiled themselves while in the flesh, his voice was not raised. And some may ask the question, why did the Saviour himself not go to those people uh, who who were rebellious and rejected the testimony of the Saviour uh, in the flesh. Well, I think one of the answers to this question is, of course, the fact that we are taught that after we die, our uh, desires, our uh, wants, uh, everything that we that we want uh, in this life stays the same. Just because we die and go to the spirit world does not mean that our characters are changed. We are the same individual, the same person. And if these people have re outwardly rebelled and rejected the testimony of the prophets and denied the Christ or not wanted to know the Saviour in this life, then of course a few things could happen if the Saviour himself went to teach them. Remember that when we go to the spirit world, we still have our agency. This seems to indicate that our agency is still an important uh, factor. And so if the Saviour himself went to go teach these uh, people who either perhaps had not had the chance to receive him, or more particularly those people that had rejected um, the opportunity to learn of Christ or, does, or, or, not, or didn't want to hear about him, 
then if the Saviour himself went to teach them, they would have to accept that he was the Saviour. He would come in his glory and in his power. He would teach and be the master teacher with the Spirit, and they would accept him as the Saviour. And obviously, you know, that is something we want. That's definitely what we desire for all of those individuals who have rejected Christ and are now in the Spirit world. But they need to have their agency to make that choice and change. And and it's the same principle of, you know, why doesn't Christ just come to the earth now and just tell everyone, look, I'm here, I'm, I'm the, I'm the saviour, be good and follow my covenants. Because otherwise people wouldn't have that choice, that agency to choose. Uh, and so the saviour, uh, as, as he has done on this earth, uh, he organises uh, those righteous individuals to go and teach this, this message uh, to those spirits. Um, so in verse 29, it says, and as I wondered, my eyes were opened and my understanding quickened and I perceived that the Lord went not in person among the wicked and the disobedient who had rejected the truth to teach them. But behold, from all, from among the righteous, he organized his forces and appointed messengers clothed with power and authority and commissioned them to go forth and carry the light of the gospel to them that were in darkness, even to all the spirits of men. And thus the gospel, thus was the gospel preached to the dead. Um, President Alan H. Oaks said, quote, Modern revelation teaches us that our progress need not conclude with the end of mortality. Little has been revealed about this important assurance. We are told that this life is the time to prepare to meet God, and that we should not procrastinate the day of our repentance. Still, we are taught that the spirit world, in the spirit world the gospel is preached to the wicked and the disobedient who rejected the truth, and that those taught there are capable of repentance in advance of the final judgment. Close quote. Now, of course, we are taught, as President Oaks mentioned, that we need to make sure that we repent in this life. To have a body and a spirit combined is is more powerful than a spirit on its own. We have more power and ability and agency to make the choices we need to in this life. And as such, we should try and repent and make the the choices to follow our covenants uh, in this life where we have this blessing to have them. But of course, not all individuals have that blessing or opportunity. And so we are still able this includes us as well, to repent and develop and progress in the spirit world. And perhaps this is another reason why he has organised his forces in the spirit world to go and teach. It's not so that just that those who need that gospel have the opportunity to have the agency to choose rather than being, being given Christ right in front of them and having no choice. But also, it may also be an opportunity for those righteous individuals to develop further. They may have been righteous and and made good, the right cho- good choices in the flesh, but they are not perfect yet. None of us are perfect when we pass through this veil uh, into the spirit world. And so the opportunity to teach the gospel is another opportunity to progress and develop and grow. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll continue and conclude this section tomorrow. Uh, please share the podcast and please follow us on Facebook. That's Church of Jesus Christ Today Session with Come Follow Me. Just search and you'll find it. And until we meet again. <laughs>